The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Hey listener, this is Bones. Welcome to Assistant Directed with Bones and Chelsea. Hello. How are you doing this morning, Chelsea? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Bones? I'm well. I've had my coffee. I've had my um, little choco oat bars. I'm a real big fan of the choco oat bar. Me too, and they're really good with coffee. Oh yeah, it's a good combo. And I've had my Creepeak, Creepeak Pisong. Chelsea's house is just covered in snacks and food. I thought there was an abundance of snacks at my house, but compared to Chelsea's, it's a paltry amount of snacks. Yeah, we love our snack foods here in Nanju. You do, and they're pretty delicious. Except I went for a box of something that I thought was dates. It was kachang mara. Then I went for something that I thought was a box of peanuts. It was another kind of kachang, yeah. which is different. Yeah. That's okay though. There's a lot of peanut-like things here that aren't quite peanuts. But that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> what we're here to talk about today is waste disposal in Indonesia. Cool, yes, I'm excited to talk about this. I can tell. So, one of the first things I noticed when I got, not so much to Surabaya, but to Kadiri and my village and around in Indonesia, there's a lot of trash on the side of the road. Yeah, there's a ton of trash on the side of the road because people often throw trash outside of their cars onto the road. Yeah, and even when we were at the beach today, we noticed Homie finish his water bottle and then just chuck it directly into the ocean. Yeah. And that's normal here. Very normal. Uh, one of my first times that I realized how big of a deal this is is like I was at my CP's house uh -huh. and we were eating dinner and stuff. And he was sitting on the couch and there's this big window behind him. And he just would like finish a drink and throw it outside of the window into his yard. Finish like a plastic drink. Yeah, like a plastic it. drink or like a wrapper and just like just threw all this trash out the window. For us as people from the United States, that's pretty alarming. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been taught from a very young age, littering is wrong, littering is bad for the environment. You can get fined for it, right? You can That's get everywhere. fined for yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I knew yeah. that was like in, in Mississippi, okay. if, you get, if you get caught throwing something out the window, it's like a $250 fine. Yeah. And when I tell people in Indonesia here and then convert that, $250 is around three juta, God. three million rupiah. <laughs> for most people, that's like a month and a half salary. Yeah. For and a fine for throwing something on the ground, which is normal here. I think it's the right thing to do, and we'll, t we'll talk about more. Well, what do you think? What do you do with your trash here? It just depends on the situation. Like, obviously, if I'm at home, I put it in our trash can, but then I've seen, I've seen my host mom dump that trash into the river. Okay. But I'm not, see, I'm not sure if that's what she does regularly. I've just seen it happen before, and sometimes I separate, like, food trash from like regular trash i noticed that there's yeah. a, in there's two tiny trash bins <laughs> in chelsea's kitchen one's for what we would call compostables and one's for like plastic and stuff yes and every now and then one of those gets dumped in the river and i can't be positive which one 
<laughs> okay, one of them gets dumped to the river. <laughs> what do you think happens to the other one? I they just have bigger trash cans in the garage, uh-huh. and where it goes from there is unclear. Like it, that's they will like stockpile the trash for a while in the garage. Uh-huh. Like I've literally seen like hundreds of Sprite cans, which I'm like, they're not collecting them for fun, and then then they're just gone one day. Okay, so Sprite bottles or Sprite cans? Both. Both. Okay. I feel like those are getting recycled in some way. That would make sense to me. Well, but it's not just those. I've just used that as a scale of like, if I have like one of those every couple of days, that's how long they just keep trash in the Okay, garage. so a long time. In my house, we have several trash cans. I put my trash there and then, this is embarrassing. It shows how dependent I am on my host family for living. Like, I didn't know where the trash went. It sounds like you still don't know. I don't. I still, no, I don't. Listener, this is a reoccurring theme. <laughs> Me, and I'm going to speak for Chelsea here. Usually we don't understand what's happening around us. Ever. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. But from what we can figure out, in my host family at least, we take the trash we walk either to the backyard or the corner of my neighbor's front yard oh. and we burn it. Oh, and that's yeah, what yeah. happens to, I think, all of our trash. That makes perfect sense because the trash fires here are frequent. Like yes. they're always happening. Um, yes. Yeah. You will and see people out front in front of their house uh, sweep trash into <laughs> a pile and set it on fire. Yep. Which actually sounds really bad, and it, I mean, it is bad. I'm not going to defend trash fires, but uh-huh. my grandma from, like, Texas, my real grandma, she burned her trash for, I mean, until, like, a couple years ago because uh-huh. she lived outside of the town, so there's no, like, county trash pickup, so they yes. just burn it in barrels. Yes. I actually am going to defend trash oh, fires. hot take. Okay. And here's why. When I first came here, I was appalled. Burning trash, burning plastic, burning styrofoam is not fun to breathe in. And in my language course, the neighbors or the people whose house we were at would burn trash and it would get into our room where we were learning and I hated it. Yeah. It's it's no fun. Also when you're biking and you have to bike through a trash fire. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's not great. But at least in our villages, there's no regular trash pickup. People mm-hmm. don't come by and pick up rubbish. Yeah. So it's up to the people who make it to get rid of it. And burning it seems initially like it's a very bad option, but when I've been thinking about it some more and doing some research, i.e. I listened to a Planet Money podcast about recycling, uh-huh. Burning your trash might actually be the best option. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know a lot about science and trash burning. When you burn stuff, smoke comes out. Exactly. Okay, so far so good. And that smoke is not good for the environment. I'm I'm willing to get out on a limb (laughs) and say that most of it is not good for the environment. Okay, so... But then what's the alternative is the trash on the ground, which is also not good for the environment. The alternative is a landfill or what happens with a lot of waste, both in America and in island nations, is it just gets dumped into the ocean. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is that trash in the ocean is really, really bad for the environment. 
Again, listener, I don't actually understand what's happening. This is just kind of the vibe I got from listening to a couple podcasts about recycling. These are big questions, Chelsea, <laughs> and I don't have answers for them. Okay. So my defense of trash burning. You present yourself as an expert of all things science and trash burning. I did. You don't even have any answers, but it's fine. I don't have a lot of answers, but here's what I am going to say. When I was growing up, I was in the era of Captain Planet. Do you remember the Captain Planet program? No. Captain Planet was a superhero whose job was to recycle and save the planet. And it was a very popular show. Um, five very diverse people representing the elements of earth, wind, fire, water, and heart came together from the five major populated continents to summon this guy named Captain Planet. He would defeat the polluters and, and like encourage kids to recycle. I was 11. I was super into it. I started a club at my school called LP, Litter Patrol. We would go out to like places outside of my school and pick up litter. And I was all about it. I was like, this was right when we were learning about the hole in the ozone layer and the greenhouse effect Uh and wasting water. And my school was a Montessori school, I guess very progressive and liberal. So I got drilled into me at a very young age that it's a good thing to save the planet. So I was like, let's do this. I would spend my recesses picking up trash. That's crazy. Uh, I would spend after school doing it, and I really thought I was doing a good thing. Mm -hmm. This didn't last super long. A year later, I read or was exposed to some statistic that said, if you go to a landfill, you can like dig down and find plastic bottles from many years ago, or you could open a newspaper in a landfill and still be able to read it, even though it's been sitting there for 50 years. So in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, if stuff isn't biodegrading, then that's, yeah, uh-huh. isn't it better to just throw it in the river? Like with a newspaper or something? Well, or does it even matter? Like I've always wondered like, why is littering bad when it's all spread apart? But if we put all the trash in the same pile, it's like, oh, that's good for the environment? That's exactly the question I had as 12 year old me. Oh. And then I stopped doing litter patrol <laughs> because I was like, is this better? And in my mind, I was like, maybe it's better if it's spread out because I know from experience that if I like put a piece of newspaper on the ground, it'll like, I don't know exactly what happens to it. It gets rained (laughs) on, funguses eat it, maybe ants eat it, maybe a stupid dog will eat it, but it, but I won't be able to read it in 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you put it in a landfill, it, it creates an environment that... They strengthen numbers. Like. They're, they're strengthen <laughs> trash numbers. So exactly. So I was like, I don't know anymore. Despite my suspicions, I definitely do not litter. I definitely like throw my trash in a trash can. Yeah. Even in Indonesia, I will walk or bike around with my trash and throw it in a trash can at an Indomart or an Alphamart. I don't know if it, go, if it gets thrown in the river. I don't know if it gets picked up. I don't know if it gets burned. I don't know what happens to it. Yeah, same. There's also a lot of trash here because there's so many things that are single serving size. Yeah. Like single serving size shampoo, Mm -hmm. single serving size 
uh, bars, like those oat chocos I ate. <laughs> I ate five of them this morning because they're tiny, they're but they're delicious. I would never in my life eat one oat choco, but I have to individually unwrap each thing. Yes, yeah. Things come in tiny packages here, which means there's tons of wrappers everywhere. They will like wrap fruit in cellophane and styrofoam, and it's fruit, it's an orange, you know? Like, yeah. It really doesn't, but then it's kind of like, I mean, in the U.S., they have those bags that you have to, like, put fruit in to, like, weigh it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, but, like, people do. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla, and Kayla, thanks for listening. I'm really <laughs> catering to my listeners because I happen to know that Kayla will only listen to the episodes that have you on them. Hi, Kayla. So, th- this is, I'm giving the people what they want. <laughs> One of Kayla's Snapchats is a picture of a dragon fruit, like, cut up in cellophane and she said that like if only this thing came in like a natural biodegradable cover we wouldn't have to use this styrofoam and plastic to contain the dragon fruit yeah it's a it's a great point it's a good snapchat it was a really it was a really odd point snapchat i had a i had a chuckle at that this is what happens People throw trash on the side of the road. Eventually, people sweep up the area in front of their house and mm-hmm. set it on fire. Yeah. Um, it, but it's not just trash. It's leaves, <laughs> yeah, yeah, debris, yeah. Whatever. whatever. It gets mixed together and set on fire. I want to talk about the Indonesian concept of KOTOR. Chelsea, what does KOTOR mean? KOTOR means dirty. That's right. And in... My experience in Indonesia, things are either kotor or not kotor. Mm-hmm. So if they're kotor, you don't sit on them and you don't walk on them in your bare feet. But if they're not kotor, it's okay to sit on them and it's okay to walk on them in their bare feet. My experience with kids in Indonesia is I have two host brothers and they will just throw stuff on the ground. And I say like, hey, don't throw that on the ground. Don't mess we're, with Texas. We're gonna... <laughs> That's what we tell people so they don't litter. <laughs> That's not going to work here for a couple reasons, Chelsea. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I'll be like, don't throw that on the ground. Either your Bob Hawk or your Ibu or someone else is going to have to sweep that up and like take care of it. Because we'll just be outside and they'll just throw it in the driveway or throw it in the ditch or something. Mm-hmm. And he'll look at me like I'm stupid and he'll be like, E2 KOTOR. Like, that's dirty. Oh, interesting. So the idea is, if a place is already dirty, of course you're going to throw your trash there. Yeah. Because, because it's dirty. Uh-huh. So whether it's leaves, or whether it's trash, or whether it's anything, if it's a dirty spot, that's a fine place to put your trash. Okay. In my mindset, like, leaves are natural. Leaves should be on the ground. Yeah. A plastic... Choco, what is it called? Choco? A plastic oat choco wrapper choco. is not natural. It should it should not be on the ground. Things, at least in my experience, are either kotor or bersi. They're dirty or clean, and the ground is almost always kotor. Yeah. So when you sit on it, you should put a mat down and sit on it, and never it, put your bag on the ground. Never put your bag on the ground. It's kotor, but trash goes on the ground, and that's just where it goes. Yeah. 
Okay, so whenever you, 12-year-old you, you were doing your trash litter Yeah, LP, LP, litter patrol. Sorry. You That's were doing okay. litter patrol. So you're doing litter patrol. You're 12 mm-hmm. years old, 13 years old. And then you have this thought like, oh, yeah. is a landfill even better than singular trash out by itself? Yes. Did you ever follow up on that and get an answer? Because I'm... I've been trying to figure that out till this day. Okay, because I am, I am like, wondering... Like, if it's not, I mean, I don't know. Part of me is like, of course, it's like it has to be better because like it's been what we if we're like, no, it's better. Yes. It's a landfill. It's different. There, um, there's two schools of thought on it. Okay. In terms of keeping toxic garbage and stuff away from animals and the environment and mm-hmm. groundwater and stuff, if you make a landfill and you put like down concrete and you put down plastic and then you put all the trash there and it's there forever. Uh Yes, that's better. That makes so much sense. But when you put stuff that otherwise would biodegrade in there, like food waste or some plastics or a newspaper, I think, no, that's that's not better because you're taking potential resources and sealing them away forever. But if a newspaper, does it actually biodegrade? Like it just, if it like dissolves and breaks apart, all that shit is still there. So like... I think... Stuff eats it and turn and poops it out. Like I think first. Like it doesn't kill them. Like. No. Like it's I, not fucking like with like the life cycle of a I don't know. I'm I'm sure on some at some level it is, mm-hmm. but the reason there's not tons of just newspapers everywhere <laughs> is that they're made of paper and paper biodegrades. Okay. And I, I don't know to what extent it's harmful or to what extent biodegradation is good. I could be wrong. In my mind, there's some stuff that you have to put away because it's very harmful for the environment. And there's some stuff like a banana peel or a newspaper. Yeah. It will biodegrade and it's okay. Again, I could be wrong about everything. I think you're right as a scientist. Yeah. But to answer your question, I've never been able to get like a definitive answer about okay. what's on the whole good yeah. for the environment. Because then if you're putting stuff in a landfill, you have to build a landfill mm-hmm. and you have to make the plastic to build the landfill. And then you have to use the gas to take the truck to bring the garbage to the landfill. And that's like a fossil fuel. And like, what does it take to make the truck? And et cetera, et cetera. So it, it's difficult. Um, the, so, what was I talking about? <laughs> I told you this story before, but it's a funny story, so I'm going to recount it on the podisode again. Okay. It was after Edel Vitri. Edel Vitri is a really a week-long yeah. thing where you, you mompier, mompier. You go from house to house meet, chit chat, eat snacks, get really encouraged to eat snacks, shake everyone's hand, apologize, and then go to the next neighbor's house. So everyone has snacks out. I'm sure it's more than that. It's winding down. We still have our snacks out. We're not getting visitors all the time. I went outside to like, I had some stuff in my backpack. I shook my backpack onto the ground to get the dirt out. It wasn't littering listener, it was just dirt. (laughs) And some kids saw me and they started being like, Mr. Matt, Mr. Matt. And I was like, hey. And then I walked back inside. The kids followed me inside to my house and and I'm like, 
okay, like kids come <laughs> over sometimes. Maybe this is fine. I'm home alone. And they see the snacks and they're like, bole? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So they grab the snacks, like raid the snacks. This is like a troop of maybe six or oh. seven, um, I'm gonna say five to nine year olds mm -hmm. just roaming the, the village, which listener, it seems like it would be so much fun to be a kid in Indonesia because you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it reminds me of being, when, like when I was a kid, we used to ride our bikes all around our little neighborhood and down to the river and stuff and they uh -huh. just have a lot of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it seems like that. It's like go play outside kids and then you get into antics like this where yeah. you come into my house, take all the snacks, just like <laughs> grab, 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 drinks, Oat chocos, candy, jelly, and then they went outside and I was like, okay, that's pretty chill. Then they were outside, they were eating them and just throwing them on the ground in our driveway. Despite all my misgivings, I still have a problem with that. So I was like, hey guys, cut it out. Let me show you what we can do. So I went outside with a bag and then I was like, hey, let's pick up the litter and put it in the bag. And I, they didn't know what I was saying because I was speaking English, but then I showed them, I modeled the behavior for yeah. them and they were kids, so they made a game out of it. So they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they went around my driveway and were picking up the wrappers they had just thrown on the ground and putting them in the bag and they were pumped. And then they went out into the street and did it. And like, I was encouraging them. So it was like a game for them. Yeah. And then they started grabbing leaves and stuff and just whatever. <laughs> and I tried to be like, no, you can leave. You don't need to do the leaves, but I couldn't explain. They were just like, <laughs> no, we're cleaning the street. Like you just pick up the stuff that makes it KOTOR. That includes like leaves and everything. Yeah. So we cleaned it up. I, took the trash back inside, and I was like, okay, that was a cool adventure with the kids. I guess the kids stayed outside and were still like cleaning my driveway because I heard a really, really strong sound of rushing water. <laughs> I ran outside, they had ripped the plug out of my Bapak's fish pond, and the water was just gushing out of this pipe, and there were fish on the ground <laughs> flopping as the water came out and I was like, OMG. I grabbed the pipe, stuck it back on to block the water, picked up the fish and like flung them back into the oh pond. Did they die? No, none of the fish died this time. Cause I was right there. Like yeah. I heard the water and then I went out. An Ibu came over from next door to see what was up. I contained the situation. And then I was like, Kalyan Harus Pulong. You guys have to go home. But wait, why did they pull out the thing from the wall? Because they're five. Okay. <laughs> and they don't know. I didn't know if they were like, it's dirty. Like it's. It could have been that. Gotcha. It could have been they just bumped into it. Just... It could have been, this I don't know. kids are so, literally so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that kids even exist is like so <laughs> dumb. And then I was like, all right, guys, it's been great. You stole my snacks. You helped me pick up some stuff. You let the fish out. They had a nice little outing. You guys gotta go home. And then they went home. That's a great story. You've never told me that story before. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a good story. It's so good. It's pretty good. But it drives home my point of trash is supposed to go in the street. And then when there's enough of it, you sweep it up and you burn it. And that's just what happens to trash. Mm -hmm. You would think that burning trash would be a bigger thing here because like in Indonesia, 
the discussions around climate change is like not like does it exist yeah it's like it, it's fact like there's no like question of like oh is it real or is it this or like yeah and the they accept that it's man-made too so you would think that with that being the reality that then there would be more of a connection between like well we burn a lot of trash here maybe that's con- or whatever whereas like in the united states like you can't even get half of the people running for office to admit that it's real yeah but also you can get find a lot of money for littering yes you know like it's- yes the argument for burning trash despite that uh-huh. is the small trash fires that you do with leaves and oat choco bars uh-huh. and the plastic cups they might release less co2 than the amount of CO2 required to build the infrastructure to take the trash to a landfill. But building a landfill is like a one-time thing though. But like, yeah, you gotta take it all the time. You gotta take it all the time. Uh-huh. And, but, and, and my math could be wrong on that. Um, it sucks, cause this is an island nation. Yeah. And when the sea level rises, it's like a huge deal here. Yeah, and also like, so they feel the effects like already I mean, and more severely and drastically. Like with the, when they talk about rainy season, they're like, oh, well, like now we don't know because of like yeah. climate change. Like yeah. it's hard to predict where like before it was like, I guess, pretty. It was like clockwork. Yeah. The climate is definitely changing here. I hope it's for the better. I hope for some reason they're <laughs> like, you know what? The rainy season changed. It's so much better this way. I'm so into it. <laughs> Surabaya, like many Indonesian municipalities, used to be like totally dirty because people would just throw stuff on the ground. Recently though, uh, and I say recently, I mean about 10 or 15 years ago, they started a recycling initiative mm-hmm. where you could buy local city bus fare with water bottles in Surabaya. So when I go to Surabaya, I often see people driving around with like giant bouquets of water bottles and those are taken to be recycled and turned into socks they make socks yeah they socks make... aren't even that popular <laughs> no they're not for they're for export oh yeah they like make microfiber socks well I, I don't know i'm sure there's other stuff than socks yeah it blew my mind that water bottles get turned into socks yeah that's crazy it's totes my goats crazy so that's recycling when it works uh-huh. is you get the plastic together and put it together and do it So in Surabaya, at least, um, you can sell plastic to a recycler. So it created a demand for it and an incentive to recycle plastic, at least. In my village, after a village party or an event at my school in the Aluna Loon, people will come by, usually old men or women, and they will pick through all the trash that is thrown on the ground and they will take out all the plastic, dump the liquid out of it, and they presumably take it to sell the plastic to be recycled. Mm -hmm. So there is an economic incentive to recycle plastic here. Yeah. Which, I mean, is good. Smart. Despite that, I know that my family and my school mostly just burns our plastic. Yeah. So the incentive must not be super high. Well, and I wonder, is it specifically, I feel like, now that I'm thinking about it, what I don't see burned a lot is water bottles specifically. Mm-hmm. Not all plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of plastic that's burned, but like like a aqua water bottle, I don't know if I've actually... 
I mean, I haven't inspected every trash fire I've passed, yeah. but like, so is there something specific to water bottles that they... I don't know. I do know that water bottles are, are super useful. I reuse mine for Me water. Too. Yeah. Um, but it's also what you put gasoline in here. Mm-hmm. If you That's make um, jambu or if you make like any drink, you put it in a water bottle and then sell it from there. Yeah. And in Surabaya, the bus city incentives only water bottles, right? I think so. Yeah. And I've never actually tried to pay with water bottles. I haven't, but some volunteers have. They have? Mm-hmm. How many water bottles is it? I think it's a lot. I think it was like seven or something. So you just like have that. to roll up with like this giant like Santa bunch. Claus yeah. bag of water bottles, uh, hand it to the driver, and he's like, great, thanks. Yeah, I, I get know. to deal with this. I don't know how exactly it works, but a staff member was telling me. <laughs> a staff member from the peaceful yet unnamed government agency? Yes, was telling me that another volunteer or two did it and that it worked. On the Planet Money podcast, I found out that what China used to buy our plastic waste and use them to make socks. Since the cost of labor has risen in China, and this happened in just in the past few years, it's no longer economically viable for them to buy the waste, ship it over, turn it into socks and sell them. It doesn't make money anymore. Uh So they're like, okay, well, we're just not gonna do that anymore, which makes sense as a business if you're not gonna do it. So. I found out that the all the plastic bottles that I've been putting in my blue bin in Mississippi to mm-hmm. get recycled have just been being dumped in a landfill. Really? Yeah. So in the United States, we still have the economic incentive to recycle um, aluminum cans. Uh-huh. So those still get recycled, but plastic and cardboard waste apparently has been just being thrown out. <laughs> so like... I lived in Austin for a year, like right before I came here. Yeah. And they were starting a new like city initiative to where you have like recycling and then composting and then trash, I think. I don't really know what composting is. What compost is, I think, is stuff that if you leave it alone will eventually turn into dirt. Mm, okay. That's what compost is. But wait, oh, this is what I brought it up. Sorry. It's because you said something about cardboard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that you could put cardboard in the compost. I think if you leave cardboard alone enough, it is biodegradable. So it will turn into dirt. Okay. I think, though, that they'd rather have you recycle it because you used to could turn cardboard boxes into other cardboard boxes. But now it's become economically infeasible. It costs more to recycle it than it does to just throw it away. Yes, but there's so many specific rules around it. Like I think that like cardboard pizza boxes, for example, were supposed to be compost. Maybe because there's like because there's food and, stuff. and grease. But in then them. other types of cardboard, there's no yeah, food and grease. Yeah, that's and you so can complicated. I never it, knew how to do it. It is complicated, and it is a pain in the a. So it's easier to just throw it away. Yeah. But long term, maybe it's not easier to just throw them <laughs> yeah. away. Maybe in ten thousand years, when we're all when we've exhausted our precious cardboard supply, we're gonna have to go <laughs> digging back in the landfill and get the pizza boxes and stuff. That's not a problem for me. I will be dead. That's so, true. I'll be dead for so long, like I won't even care. It 
seems like there's just no good way to get rid of trash and that they all are terrible and that the problem is that there's so much trash. It's not who does what with it, it's that it's there, like yeah. period. Ultimately, the problem is we have created or live in a super disposable society. That is the huge problem. I buy these water bottles, I reuse them yeah. 10 times, but then I, but then I throw it away just cause, just cause it's easier. And it is, it is me being lazy. I could use a totally reusable one like yours, but then I have to wash it and it's, and it's hard KOTOR. To, and it's not cold. It's not cold. And when I eat the oat choco bars, I don't go directly to the oat choco factory and be like, <laughs> listen, I have this burlap sack. Can, <laughs> can you just, just can you just here. fill it up? Um, what what do you want? I want some oat choco. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea, I may have eaten them all. No, here you go. Oh, perfect. Good. Be careful, they're crumbly. Yeah, <laughs> they got smushed. Oh, <laughs> oh, that okay. So that's what happened to them. They were crumbly. I still ate them. They were still good. So good. Ooh, I got a whole one. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. I can't. Oh, they're like a fun size candy bar size listener they are not there's no way you can eat just one or at no, least for me they're teeny teeny they're teeny tiny um we do we live in a disposable society because it's just it's just easier yeah even when you have to um sweep it up and burn it or even when you have to pay someone to come pick it up in a lot of ways it's just easier We got soap. Did I tell you that? No, congratulations. Dude, we got soap. I had, I had nothing to do with it. Oh. I had <laughs> nothing to do okay. with it. It was all the teenage Red Cross, oh. and it was all Osis and all my counterpart. She just, we, she just came and she was like, yep, I had a meeting. They're going to take care of it. They're going to put the soap out. They're, all the classes are going to get a bottle. Paramara Ramaja, Teenage Red Cross, mm -hmm. is gonna refill them every morning. And I was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Which is perfect yeah, because yeah. it's sustainable. Because so sustainable. I literally did nothing <laughs> and it happened. But I mean, you threw the idea out there, yeah? I don't think it was even my idea. Oh, okay, okay, well. <laughs> but I was around when it happened, which is great. So now there's soap in my school and we're gonna do, we're gonna look at the data and be like, do people stop getting sick? That's cool. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. The next project I want to work on is a school cleanliness project because we have these beautiful fruit trees, these beautiful fish ponds, these beautiful everything, and then just trash is everywhere. And I know that at my school, we used to have a compost program. We used to have a recycling program, but that has since gone by the wayside. And now we take all the trash and burn it in a giant pile next to the goat pens. Yeah. And there's some places in my school where there's trash that just just never gets swept up, like in the parking area, and there's some classrooms that are near the wall, and the kids will just throw their trash outside of the wall, so there's just a giant pile of trash behind trash. it. I want to clean it up because my counterpart has said, yes, trash is a problem, but in, Indonesia, I think many people look at a pristine landscape and say, oh, that's very beautiful. Uh, but if there is trash there, they say like, oh, that's normal and that's okay. It'll get swept up and burnt eventually. Mm. And me coming in and being like, guys, we need to pick up this trash. 
doesn't connect. And here's a, an example. Chelsea, you have noticed, and we've talked about it before, how when you go around with your backpack and some of the pouches are unzipped, people will stop you and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not zipped up. You need to zip that up. And it's like really important. Yeah. I walk around with my backpack not fully zipped up and mm -hmm. people will freak out. So I have started just zipping everything up because if I don't, people will shout at me and stop me to zip my backpack up, Yeah. which is nice, but it also doesn't matter because stuff's not going to fall out because it's at the bottom of my pack. Uh -huh. I'm worried that my like picking up litter initiative would be like if someone from Indonesia came to a school in the United States and they were like, okay guys, here's what we're gonna do. Let's zip up those backpacks. <laughs> like we really, really need to make sure that we are zipped up all the time. We're gonna put up posters on how to zip up your backpack. We're gonna have zip up backpack club meetings. And yeah. it's just like, this no isn't even, no one gets it. It's not even a problem. Like yes, a zipped up backpack is like ideal, but it's not even like, it's not even a thing. Yeah. So all of a sudden a foreigner shows up and gets really excited about something <laughs> so that's not even like a thing. Uh, that's a great analogy. And I think it's a valid concern because you have to do what's important to the people who are here. Yeah, because trash in the parking lot, that's just, that's just a part of parking lots. Yeah, they're dirty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have the big school trash fires too. Um, I don't know because like I was talking to my CP and we have this like big river like near my school. Uh -huh. And if you walk over the bridge, you can it's just trash, 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 trash. And students have like a similar situation to your school where they throw trash out the window. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a pathway to walk. And then on the other side of that pathway is the river. So then they'll pick the trash up from the ground that they threw from their classroom and then throw it over into the river. And one of my CPs is very concerned about it. And he's like, I've tried to do like trash pickups before, but like everybody will come do it once a year maybe. And then we just stop and never do it again. Mm -hmm. And then I was like talking to him and we're like, well, maybe we can like incentivize a monthly cleanup or something. So it's a little more regular. Also, I think part of that is that people fish out of that river. And he thinks that, it, or it, rightly so, that it's like not good for the fish and for the people trying to get the fish that there's always a bunch of trash there. He's like, yeah, when I was like younger, like we used to swim in that river and now it's like dirty. It's so gross. So you can't swim in it. Yeah. There is some concern. People recognize what's happening. Yeah. yeah, it is. Okay. This has been a good discussion. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It was nice talking. Yeah. You. Hey, thanks a lot, Chelsea. And we'll check back in later. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Bye, listener. Bye, listener.